0: Need your smile. Thanks, team. Hey, you know, I just want to. Sometimes we acknowledge this team, they do a great job, but I just want to acknowledge that team back there as well that do the data and the sound and everything. And we appreciate them. Yeah, give them a hand. Always brilliant. Great. Can we just turn in our Bibles to Matthew chapter 5 tonight? This morning we looked at Matthew chapter 14 and incredible story of Jesus walking on water. Did you know you can get all our um, messages on podcast on your iPhone or iTunes on your computer now? So please, if you don't know how to do that, come and ask someone who does. Um, you can ask me, I'll try. But Matthew chapter... Uh, Mark. Did I say Mark or Matthew. Oh, well, yeah, just flip over to Mark because that might be better. Mark chapter 4. 5. They say 4 or five? 5. It's 5. Has everybody got it now? It's Luke chapter 3. No, sorry, was it? Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Let's read. I, I, I had a up there. If you haven't got your Bible, it's always great to bring your Bible to church. I encourage you, but. Please, uh, it is there on the screen as well. Mark chapter 5, verse 24. Let's, let's just start there. Um, Jesus had just talked to a guy before this incident, a, a guy called Jarius, and he was on his way to heal his son. And this is what happens in verse 24. While he was on his way to do something else, he had other business to do with a lady. Isn't that what happens in life sometimes? Uh, you know, I would just want to say that not everything that comes your way when you're on the way to do something is necessarily a distraction. Um, but it can be an incredible uh you know God could be up to something it's always good to remain open isn't it always good to remain open and uh, just to see there's so many times that um you know you can be on your way to do something and something else pops up and you've got the time I I always think it can be a God thing it can be a God thing hey Uh, just the other day um I think I was telling you the other day that we there's there's a car in front of us and it It obviously had broken down and it's right in front of us and it pulled over it's you know hazard lights are going and and I drove past but Michelle made me turn around and come back and we just helped this lady and took her where she needed to go because her car wasn't going you know it's just opportunities that we've got to be attuned to so Jesus is on his way uh, just to to, uh, help Jarius with his son and in the, in the process, this is what happens in verse 24. So Jesus went with him, that's Jairus, and a large crowd followed and pressed around Jesus. So there's people everywhere, they're just everywhere. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. In which she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. <coughs> and immediately, her bleeding stopped. And she felt in her body that she was free from her suffering. If we go to verse 30. It says, As once, at once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? And you see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, And yet you ask, who touched you or who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. And then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Be freed from your suffering. I want to talk to you tonight about the reality of disappointment. Because if there's one yeah, lady in the Bible that faced incredible disappointment over a period of 12 years, you'd have to agree with me to be this lady. Would you agree? 12 years is a long time to have a body malfunction and just not happening well. Um, and you know, tonight, the truth is, of this, I've discovered that disappointment is a part, uh, can be, being very honest and real, it's, it, it can be part of life. Uh, disappointments happen and sometimes not all disappointments are a major problem in life because I've discovered disappointments sometimes help me uh, how to sometimes realize I don't need to go there in the future I don't need to do that or I don't need to say that I don't need to act that way and I've discovered it and when you, you can learn things from disappointments can't you but disappointment becomes a real problem when it's just not a disappointment but the disappointment gets on the inside of you and it starts to affect the way you live how you think in your emotional well-being now that's when uh, disappointment is a real issue someone once said this um, it's not that being it's not bad being in a storm but it's really sad when the storm gets on the inside of you and that's what can happen I've discovered with disappointments uh, many many times I've testified that when Michelle and I had our first child she, Michelle was pregnant that we were told that our child had an incredibly large percent op- uh, chance of of having major, um, uh, you know, dysfunction in the body, like Down syndrome spina bifida. You've heard that testimony of mine, but I want to tell you that the, the initial response to that both both us was incredible disappointment, incredible sense of overwhelming feeling that what's the future hold? But uh, to, uh, so out of that I, and out th- this passage of scripture, I just want to talk to you about. Um, dealing with disappointment, and really, how we can be overcomers? Because there's possibly not a week doesn't go past where something little or something may disappoint you. Something comes into our life and uh, disappoints us. Uh, the Bible actually says this from the message I've written it, uh, Proverbs thirteen twelve. Unrelenting disappointment leaves you sick Now that's the disappointment I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about the little things that we say. Oh, that was disappointing. Oh well, let's move on. I'm talking about when disappointment gets on the inside of us and really affects the way we think and live our lives. But a sudden good break can turn life around. And I think our God is into good breaks. Amen. This lady who had an issue of blood for 12 years had a great break. But it wasn't like Jesus approached her and got a word of knowledge and said, oh man, I've just heard that you've got a medical condition for 12 years. Let me heal you. No, she went what? She went chasing it isn't that true she went after it and she believed and she started to do something about it and um, so disappointment is a reality for all of us I heard a very tragic story uh, about a family who were living in Papua New Guinea Um, those who've been to Papua New Guinea I've never been there but I've heard that in certain places it is quite a dangerous place to live And there are rascals and people who want to steal from you. And so this particular family built barbed wire fences around their property. Not only that, they also put bars on every window and doors, etc., around their property. And so this family, in the effort to protect themselves, had done all these precautions. And one night, sadly, their house caught on fire. By the time they realized the fire was blazing in their house and they tried to get out, uh, and unfortunately they couldn't because they had barred windows in every window and many locks and everything and it just unfortunately they all perished in this house fire. Which is sad isn't it? Um, everybody died. And you know I, I thought about that and I thought that's what disappointment's like. When people suffer disappointment and it gets into their heart or it, it starts to really uh, be heavy upon their uh, their lives... It's like they put up bars and people, bars of low expectation, um, maybe bars of of little faith, maybe disappointment, uh, bars of. I'm not stepping out again in case I get hurt or, or shut people out because I don't want people to disappoint me or upset me again. And, and, and the thing is, the very bars that we think are going to protect us sometimes, those bars of saying, you can't, no go, you can't come near me because of my disappointments, the very bars that are there to protect us, we thought, actually are the, the bars that entrap us and enslave us in this whole thing of just uh, disappointment and hurt. And so we want to talk about that and you know many of us uh, sometimes we find that we can have dreams that we have lost and people let us down and and it seems even people betray our trust and, and we don't get that job and we've broken relationships that never seem to restore and, and, um, and you know it rains on our party, it just rains on our party and uh, I want to encourage us tonight, God's in the business isn't he? of bringing restoration and hope and a future for us he says in Jeremiah I'm not here to curse you I'm here to bless you he says these are the thoughts I have towards you says God and I always love that so if we were to look at this lady uh, 12 years uh, 12 years with problems uh, the thing about this precious lady is she lived in a Jewish culture and to be a a body malfunction of bleeding for 12 years meant a little bit of social stigma quite a lot of social stigma came with it in that they cast her as unclean and so she couldn't walk the streets doing her normal shopping in the community because she was an unclean lady she had to do it at other times she actual fact she probably had to get other people to do her shopping because she couldn't be found in the community at large because she was unclean so what a way to live that that would be a disappointment would you agree she was disqualified from mixing with crowds of people Um, and that explains why she secretly sought out healing from Jesus secretly tried to do it Um, she doesn't want anyone to know who she is that she doesn't want anybody to know that she's in the crowd because she has an unclean problem according to culture Unfortunately add to this any problem in, in, in Jewish culture as you've seen you've done you know if you've got a problem like that you've seen as if you've done something wrong and God is cursing you that was a terrible thought process they had in those days but that's the way it went and so if you were barren uh, for instance and that means you had displeased God and God wasn't going to give you children and I'm glad we don't live with that um, you know in those days amen that is not God's attitude towards us but that was the thought of the day and if you were unclean, you had sinned in some way. And the women had this stigma that, uh, uh, man, um, it, it wasn't easy. And I want to just say that one of the things I've discovered personally, and I, I pray that you can get a hold of this. And it's very simple thought is this. You really got to close your heart to all the negative voices. You really got to deal with all the voices that want to speak at you uh, when disappointment comes. Um, because it'll try and he rubbish on you and this will never happen and this is how it's going to be in life and you'll always be like that um it's always going to happen the same way you'll never isn't isn't that true there's those those words always and never you know and that's not the truth is it often in the case and the voices will come and ridicule us and it certainly made it difficult for this woman all these cultural things were speaking to her um Let's add to that the 12 years that she'd spent trying to find out what her problem was and fixing it. That's a long time, isn't it? It's a long time to face your struggle and find disappointment after... She'd gone to doctor after doctor after doctor, it says in Scripture, and never found a cure, never found an answer. And to add to to that, she'd used all her wealth. I imagine she might have been a t- reasonably wealthy lady to be able to go to a doctor in those days. Twelve years down the track, she's got nothing left. Used all her wealth. Um, you know, to totally exhaust your supply of finance on doctors, it's got to be disappointing. It's not going to be fun. And so she, she's facing all these things. Uh, and then the Bible says it just got worse. It just got worse. She went to doctors and yet it got worse. Have you ever gone to the doctors and it still gets worse and that can be a disappointment so she found this and can you appreciate the disappointment after disappointment that flooded this lady's life disappointment of ill health a disappointment of no money left disappointment of using your life savings on doctors disappointment of being a woman who was not not able to function in her community uh, because of her uncleanness and uh and you know there was a lot of voices she shut out had to shut out there's a lot of things she just needed to say. I'm not going to listen to that. Have to shut out the voice of unworthiness. Have to shut out the voice of disappointment for 12 years. The, the voice that said you'll never be whole. Have to shut out the voice that you're just stuck. This is your lot in life. I want to tell you God never says that to us. And if you're listening to a voice like that tonight, it's not God. Because God always says there's a future and a hope. Isn't that right? For sure. Uh, the voice that can sometimes say you're blowing your chances and uh, uh, what voice do you need to stop listening to maybe tonight? What voice? It always wants to bring an impasse in your life. I'm always aware of that, of that verse that says in scripture that we need to press past our past in the New Testament. It just talks about pressing on towards the future and I often see that and think God we've got to press past our past and you know sometimes your past or those voices that you hear of you know just want to add uh, disappointment in your life and want to speak negative and speak loss and speak no future Um, they're just like this centurion that stands in the way of your future and and, you know you've got to press past that and say out of the road i'm coming through and uh because that's what disappointment wants to set up i've discovered that in those times in my life i've heard three voices don't worry I, i don't need a um, physical I don't need a psychological examination I don't hear voices but I'm talking about rea- you know you just get these suggestions and voices sometimes they're not audible but they're just suggestions that come your way and sometimes when I'm facing disappointment sometimes you'll hear the human voice you know it'll be well-meaning friends Job had some of them <laughs> you can read the book yourself and sometimes it can just be media I always remember my mum in about 1985 Uh, I think Australia got involved in the war in Iraq and my brother was coming out of school at grade 12 he'd finished and I came out with Michelle and I were staying uh, with my mum actually I think it was about 1990 it might have been anyway and 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 we were staying with her where she was living with um at Caloundra and we came out one morning about six o'clock and she's in the lounge room and she's weeping in tears I said mum what's wrong what's wrong she said, the news, the news, they're, se- they're going to send all our young men over there and fight. I said, what are you talking about? She says, I know what they'll do. I mean, but she was born, you know, after the second, or before the second world war. So she kind of had seen some of those things as a young girl. And so she's saying, you know, they're going to send Jason over there. My bro- that was my brother. They're going to send him over there. He's just come out of high school, and that's what they'll do. I said, "Mom, no one has said that." I said, "Where well, are you getting this information?" She says, "Well, I'm not, but this is what I'm. This is what I think will happen." I said, "It's not going to. I don't believe that'll happen." Isn't it amazing how the negative voices can just get us into a state of fear sometimes? And of course, it never happened that way. And you know, and um, uh, my brother went on to become. A, he's now a principal of high school. In, on the Gold Coast of Christian school. So, you know, it, it, but just the, the just the voices, the, it's the human voice that sometimes we can hear. Well-meaning friends, the media, sometimes you just got to turn the telly off, folks. The news isn't all that exciting, is it? If it's not someone blowing up 50 people in, in the Middle East, it's someone else shooting... Um, you know, servicemen in America or someone going into a school and knocking off 30 kids, my goodness, you've just got to say, I don't need the rubbish in my life. Would you agree? Well, at least don't let it become a disappointment to you. Don't let it be in your heart. So there's the human voice that we can hear sometimes, and you got to, sometimes that can be a voice of hopelessness. And then, and then there can be the, the suggestion, the, the Satan suggestions you know he he, uh he's just come to do three things to kill to steal and destroy and uh he'll only do that through suggestion often through the mind Uh, he delights nothing more to get a foothold in our life and give you a thought or give you a suggestion that he wants you to dwell on about negativity it's the voice of fear but there's a third voice it's the voice of the holy spirit and you know when you're if you'll give yourself half a chance to read his word and let him speak to you he will and always remember, after our disappointment of discovering that our first possible child would be um, born of some malfunction or dysfunction in, in their, her life, we went home and Michelle got a word, and the simple word from the Bible was that I've forgotten. What was it? <laughs> there was many. <laughs> Which one was it? Yeah, my peace I leave you, with, my peace I give you. You know, and uh, we hung on to that that verse and other verses. And that God had it all in hand, and whatever was going to happen. So, you know, I just want you to recognise, you know, the real trick—not the trick, but the real gifting—is—is is give yourself half a chance to hear the Holy Spirit. And he'll speak to your heart. He won't speak to you in front of the telly. He possibly could. He won't speak to you when you're necessarily reading some rubbish or looking at something you shouldn't be looking. He's not going to speak to you but he will speak to you if you give him half a chance sometimes just to sit in his presence sometimes just to spend a bit of time doing what we're doing tonight just worship or maybe just open his word and read a passage you know give God half a chance because all the other voices want to try and crowd your thoughts so she had to face all the disappointments she had to let take off the bars off the window so to speak and move forward for her desires to be fulfilled and her desire was to be continually sick no it was to be whole it was to stop this 12 years of malfunction within her body that was her desire you can appreciate she had the she had to literally say i'm not going to listen to the voice I'm not going to listen to what the um, you know the social stigma that goes along with my um, my disease or sickness. I'm not going to listen to the fact that I haven't got any money left. I'm not going to listen to it. And sometimes I must admit that sometimes it's not until we get right at the bottom of the barrel that we start. Then we start to look up and say, God. And I pray that that's not your testimony. I pray you don't wait till you get to the bottom before you start to look up and say, God, what can you do because I've got nothing left. I got nothing left. I can't do anymore. Why don't we just say, God, be God now, before I get to the bottom of the peril in life, before I get to that place where I'm so disappointed. And has so the question I ask has disappointment happened to you, but has it got into you? Has it started to cripple your life? Has disappointment become a great, great? Dis- has it grabbed your heart? And I'm I'm just glad that that the author of Mark. Uh, Mark put this story in there, and I believe he put it in for every person who's ever faced disappointment, ever faced the reality of, of things that go wrong, and uh, and we see this lady. The next thing that she really do, she had to push through uh, the crowd. Not only did she not need to listen to all the negativity or the voices, but she needed to push through the crowd. And uh, Jesus was actually interrupted by this woman. Um, Not that he knew that, literally, he didn't feel her touch him. He just knew something had left his body. I don't know what that was, but he knew some God had done something and power had somehow, or healing had somehow gone out from him. And so he stopped. And, you know, you could appreciate, as we know, the crowd was all around him, maybe touching him. And isn't it interesting? People, you know, I want to say that sometimes, let's not just kind of hang around Jesus, but let's really, because there was a lot of people just hanging around Jesus, looking to see what he might do, wanting a bit of a show, looking for the action. And maybe they'd rub shoulders with him and bump him and even touched his clothes but there was only one woman who was determined to really just push in and touch Christ and you know we need to be those type of people hey just not hang around and say well I've got my Christian faith it's all cool God's good I go to church he's there but you know there's a time I think and there's a need for us to go a little further not just be one of the crowd but say just going to push through i'm going to push through i want more of what god's got for me i don't know about you but get you know it's like you just even said i just worship just god more his presence is, is is incredible isn't it more of what not just be a crowd dweller but be a pusher througher and touch the hem of his garment see something change in my life amen i need change what about you god just change me more i don't get it all right Um, so we see that that this woman pushed through the crowd and this woman had as we said numerous disappointments but she didn't allow obviously those disappointments to rule in her heart because she had a hope she had a hope that something would happen if she just touched the hem of his garment and uh we of course observe that although disappointed i believe she didn't allow the disappointment to rule and she started to actually believe and you know have a hope that Jesus could do what no doctor had ever done, no one had ever been able to help her with, and she believed Jesus Christ could do that in a moment. And uh, and, and she had a hope. You know, the Bible actually says uh, that faith is the substance of things hopeful. Faith is the substance of things hopeful. So when you start to have hope, some, some of us say, have I got faith? Well, you know, if you start to have a hope for something, If you start to get an expectation about what can happen, that's faith. Because hope is the substance. That's what faith is made up of. Hope. The evidence of things not yet seen. So that's what faith is. It's simply having a hope. I'm going to believe you for, you know, I'm hoping and believing God for, you know, another brilliant day tomorrow where I can be effective for him. I'm believing for that. Amen. That's faith, isn't it? Sometimes we think faith is just some incredible thing that's got to come upon us. No, it's just simply hope and trusting our Savior. So she had a hope and uh, Jesus addressed her after the miracle in her body and said, you know, you're a woman of faith. You're a woman of faith. Your faith has made you well. What he was really saying is the hope that you had, the expectation you brought to this whole situation uh, pulled you through and as you reached out you pushed through a crowd you overcome physical limitations you overcome social stigma you overcome disappointment and you push through and i tell you that's the type of thing that attracts jesus's attention amen when we're willing to do something about it hope had risen in her heart hope took her through the crowd Uh, to the point where she got a hold of his garment and instantly she knew that something had happened in her body and instantly jesus knew something had happened in someone's body so we, so jesus uh, uh, a miracle happens he turns around he says lady uh, after she confesses it's me it's me and uh, of course we see that jesus says you're a lady of faith you're a lady of faith and yet um, the truth is she spent 12 years. Sometimes, you know, the problems we have can really, as we um, hand them all over to God, man, it can build, it can build, you know, the problem after problem, it can build, hey God, I'm believing, it can make me, you know, we we become not only faithful, but we can become full of faith as we trust God to bring through the victory. If you're here tonight and maybe there's a a pushing through you need to do or something you need to say, God, again, I'm just going to believe you again. Hey, amen, You're right place tonight. Um, and, and the reality is i 've discovered sometimes in the brink of a breakthrough, uh, can we can have the greatest opposition, so don 't allow it to get you down. See the greatest victory is not to live in disappointment of the events that have happened to us. Um, are you willing to let go of your disappointment, even if you never see the answers to your prayer now there 's an interesting thought. Um, are you willing to let go of disappointment even though what you've hoped for never comes to pass? Because ultimately we need to trust Him. We need to trust Him. Um, there were three Hebrew men called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Three guys who lived in a foreign country, they weren't a Christian country, and they said to the king, We'll not bow down to your statue, King. The king said, if you don't bow down, uh, I'm going to put you in the fiery furnace. I'm going to put you in the fiery furnace. And what we see happens is, of course, is the, uh, uh, the, uh, the three Hebrew men said to the king, Oh king, we honor you and we respect you, but king, we'll not bow down. And we want you to know that we believe that our God could save us out of that fire. And even if he doesn't. I want you to know God we will still not bow down and ultimately what they were saying either way we win either we live and God saves us or we die and uh, that's cool with us because there's a place um, somewhere in the future that God's going to look after us and maybe they didn't call it heaven in those days but anyway they were happy about that whatever way and the king threw them into the fire and of course we know the story they walked around unscathed and they, and there was even a fourth man in there. And if you look at, New, if you look at, uh, of course, um, New Testament, you'll often see that Jesus turned up. And sorry, if you look at Old Testament uh, uh, theology, you'll see that Jesus often turned up in the Old Testament. And this was one of those cases. Jesus, there, it was the Son of God in the fire with them. What an incredible uh, thing happened! And you know, I'm just aware that even the way they said they win, and because living, um, because disappointment. Uh, you need to live disappointment free. Whether you see the answers or not, are you willing to say, God, I'll trust you anyway. Because ultimately, the greatest victory you'll have is trusting in your Heavenly Father. That's the greatest victory. Whether you see the answers to your prayer straight away or sometime in the future or never, you've got to trust Him that He knows the best for us. And that's what happens. And I want to encourage us as we face whatever we face to tonight, tomorrow, this week... And all the situations that come about in life. I, and, and for the sake of those who don't know the end of our story, for our little girl, she was born and she was a beautiful, healthy little child with no uh, malfunction in any way, shape or form. She was born, I always remember, and I often think, God, why would you do this? But she was born with 11 toes. So, oh, Father, why would you do that? You know, And I just, I don't know really, but the answer I think is, well, it just continues to remind us of the incredible miracle maybe that God did they're in the womb or maybe the reality was that she never had a problem with her in the first place and she was perfect it's just that all the blood tests that they put our precious ladies through these days and everything else just they were overcautious, or something like that but anyway it was a good result but you know our heart was this whether our daughter is whole and healthy or she has some um, disability we'll take her anyway we'll trust you god how hey, about we have uh, the team just uh, come up that'd be great tonight and uh, on the stage again. Maybe uh, you're here tonight and you just just, uh, again, there's some things that, sometimes what we do with disappointment, we just kind of make sure that it's kind of stamped so far down into our life that we don't have to think about it. We don't have to worry about it we just want to put it out of our life but you know what there's times it'll come to the surface it'll show its head sometimes in circumstances that pressure us and situations that pressure us and it comes out and you know god just wants to deal with those things he wants us to surrender those things he just wants us to be able to continually yield to him could we stand tonight church i want to just be honest with you i believe the holy spirit's here he wants to minister to lives I just want to ask you tonight, if you need healing in your body tonight, I'd love to just pray for you. I just want to believe for wholeness and healing in bodies tonight. I'd love to just pray. I did particularly uh, 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 just um, thought there was someone particularly with pain in their right side. If that's you, I'd love to just pray for you tonight. But if you need healing, just lay hands and believe God, because God's a healing God. But if tonight along with those people if there's just been times in your life and you just need to surrender it and 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 sometimes it's just been plain disappointment and it just wants to it's just not a thing that's been disappointing but it's been disappointment that's got right in their hearts and just want to say god i give it to you tonight i'm not going to ha- no more i've had enough of it let's deal with it father i want to move on in victory i don't want to be allowing these thoughts to continually coming up or my life living in the life of disappointment, but living in the joy of the Lord and the strength of the Lord. Amen? So let's come on. Let's just sing this song. And I invite you tonight, come and let the Holy Spirit come and minister. Come and minister to your heart as we just yield to Him. Someone's been disappointed with work. It just hasn't come your way or something to do with a work situation. God wants to just minister to your life tonight come on you're going to hand that one over your expectation has not come to pass thanks guys